for here. Okay. And I think I gave you the wrong thing, so we're going to start all over again. Here. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, okay. God and sinners reconcile. Is it O come, O come, Emmanuel? O come, ye all faithful? Hark the herald angels or the first Noel? O come, all ye faithful. Nope. Darn. God and sinners reconcile. Hark the herald angels. Hark the herald angels. There you go. Very good. Very good. You got it. You got it. Okay, let's head back to, to Don, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you still there? They're not Don? I am. Uh, right. I figured you were out. You guys went dark for about a minute, so I figured you were getting your coffee. Oh, there you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We the, Sometimes, oh, that's weird. But anyway. Okay. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, so, so, I, I, got a real, I got a quick question on the, um, on the Pitbull Terrier mix. Yep. So you mentioned yep. that in her diet, she needs something else in her diet. But why did she think, I mean, why would she go to wood if she's missing something in her diet? Yes, very true. Yeah, the, the, they change, they chew, if their gut is in distress, they chew on weird things. Okay. And the thing also to what happens is that um, when, uh, if they're truly missing something like a mineral, like I had a, a dog, somebody called me about, and the dog was looking at anything rusty. Sure as bananas, took him in, had it done. Of course, what was he missing? Iron. All right. And so there's, and now when the tummies are distressed, a lot of dogs will eat grass really, really fast, you know, to help have themselves throw up to help uh, uh, their, with their gut. Okay. And so that's why yep. I, I would, that's the first thing I would go to when a dog is chewing on a regular basis, you know, this wood that I would, I would start messing with the diet first, you know, and, and get him on a better quality dog food. But also you said, now you said your wife was there and if she could, uh, you know, just if, you know, if she hears him, you know, chew it on something, then she should get, there should be a reprimand also, you know, like have your, right. sp- have your spray bottle filled with water set on stream. And then where she kind of comes up as the dog is, you know, eating it, blast them. Ah, leave it. All right. As soon as the dog walks away, thank you. And then as the dog walks away, ask the dog to come here, come here. And we're going to go over. Hey, let's play with the Kong. Redirect. Don't give it to him at the pot. You know, like he's chewing on the stair, you know, on the knobber. And don't give it to him directly because then it's like, okay, you chew on this and I give you a toy. You want to ah, blast, leave it. Okay. Whereas that is wrong. Okay. Let's go over here. Now you put, you're moving into forward into a different dimension of time in the dog's mind. And so now, hey, where, where's this Kong? Let's go find the Kong. You're going to redirect him and get him onto something else. Okay. And so, yep. And so now, was, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say, so um, tell me if I, uh, I'm doing the wrong thing. So to keep her from chewing in the same spot, <laughs> yep. I have put sriracha, I, I have uh, put sriracha sauce on, on the spot she's chewing on. Okay. She, she tends to quit. She tends to quit chewing. She doesn't like that taste. Okay, that's fine. But then eventually sometimes they will uh, develop the taste like, uh-uh. I'll eat it. I'm I'm getting used to this taste right now. Remember, dogs are dogs are they eat according to smellability, not patability. Dogs have seventeen hundred uh, taste buds. We have nine thousand. So that's why a lot of times that will not work for a lot of dogs. We have used Tabasco, or then they have like bitter apples and different stuff. And most of the time, that will not last on a regular basis. Okay, but you can try it. You know, give it a shot. Why not? Yeah. But I would definitely right. reprimand the dog. Ah, blast, leave it. Okay, and but I would monkey with the diet. I'd get on like a Nutrisource. Um, if you've been on chicken for too long, you know, like if you're on a you know 
uh, always check to make sure, even though it may say lamb, lamb also is high in phosphorus, and so you shouldn't feed lamb for any period of time because it eats the calcium in the bones. And so that's why, um, uh, and chicken, sometimes some dogs that are overfed chicken, they can develop problems in their gut too. So then you can try like a beef and rice from Nutrisource or try a grain-free, like Prairie Select, okay? Yeah, I got you. All right, moving on to Darby. Darby's a, a Siberian Husky. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's ten years old, um, and you can take her out and take her out and take her out on walks, and she'll pee, and then she'll come in the house and she'll pee again. She's she's just uh, she's ruining the floors because, um, well, she's peeing on the floors. But I mean, she's you know, and, and she'll come in after a walk and after taking you know two three different. Pees, all of a sudden she comes in and she pees in the house again. Okay, is this been is this something recent or has this always been happening? Um, no, it's I, I I attribute it to her getting older because in the house we're in now, she's been there since she was I don't know seven, and now she's ten. Okay, um, okay. It's, it's, it's more it's more recent, but she's been doing it for a year and a half. Okay, does she leak in her bed when she sleeps? Nope. When she's okay. on the bed, she never gets off the bed, and she just stays there. Okay. Um, there again, it can be the food. And then have you taught her literally what potty is called and where to put it? Oh, yeah, she knows. She, okay. She's a smart dog. She's been, she's been through all the training. All right. I, I mean, I guess my question is, is this, could she potentially have a bladder infection? And if it's not, if it's, <laughs> we got to stop the peeing in the house. I mean, should we be putting a diaper on her? Or, well, you could do that to you. Kind of, personally, okay, at 10, I would definitely, I'd take her in for a complete blood work and a urinalysis just to rule out, see how her kidneys and liver and such as that at that age, how she's doing, and then do a urinalysis just to make sure you're going to rule out kidney problems or a bladder infection, a UTI, okay? Because you right. want to rule things right. out before you start hitting, you know, you know, like, come on, dog, and start screaming and yelling. And then in the meantime, don't give her the freedom of the house. Uh, she is going to be at a leash with you, so she doesn't go in another room, pee, and then come back to you, all right? She's always going to be around you. And if you do you, uh, do you kennel train them? Do they go in kennels at all? Um, they used to. They don't anymore because they sleep, they sleep on the bed. Okay, okay. Because in order to, for their, her not to trash your house, you've got to control the situation until you figure out what's going on. So you can't give her total freedom in the house. So you've got to make a, either go back to using the kennel when you're going to be busy. Uh, that's what you just have to figure out. But in the meantime, I would uh, call for an appointment and get a complete blood profile and then the urinalysis. You have to ask for that. It is not com- considered, there is two different deals. Okay. Yep, and and, and the uh, is there such a thing as um, like a we got potty pads that doesn't work because it still leaks through the floor. But I mean, is there uh, an item that's out there like a, a for lack of better terms a diaper that you can put on a dog that's you know eighty five pounds? Uh, yeah, well, believe it or not, you're gonna laugh at this one. Uh, get the human depends, and then just uh, you cut a hole for the tail. A lot of people use the human depends, especially when you got a big dog. Okay. Because okay. they come and salt. They won't chew. They, they, they won't try and chew it off. Well, nope. They, you got to train them for that. You got to teach them to wear clothes. So pretty soon they don't care about what they got on. And so that's why it's it's a training process. You can't just slap on the diaper and tell them to leave it alone. It's like, hey, get this thing on. They'll be chewing on it. So that's why it's a training process to teach them to wear. So just like wearing coats, wearing boots. You know, once they get used to it, it's no big deal. They don't care. But first, you have to tra- train them to do it. Okay. You got it. Okay, well, good luck, kiddo. 
Take care. Have a Merry Christmas Thank and you. Happy Holidays. You as well. Bye-bye. You as well. Thank you. Bye. There you go. I'm a Merry Christmas person. and then Because <laughs> right now it's Christmas and then Happy Holidays. Because there's a whole bunch of holidays coming up. <laughs> is, is it still Hanukkah? What night of Hanukkah is it? I don't know what night it is. I should look it up. I don't know. Is it what? I don't know. You know, Dr. Des is, and so I should, should, too bad she could tell us right away today. Yeah. But she's not here. Okay. So we're going to take a quick one, come back. Let's see what we got. Uh, Okay. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night. Is it, oh, come all ye faithful, oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, hark the herald angels, or the first Noel? We'll be back. All right. Okay. Disperses the gloomy clouds of night. O come, all ye faithful. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Hark the herald angels, the first Noel. Hark the herald angels. Nope. It's O come, O come, Emmanuel. You're really pulling out all those those songs I I didn't sing in church growing up. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Here's an easy one for you. Ready? Yeah, sure. Look down where he lay. First Noel, little town of Bethlehem, joy to the world, away in the manger. Little town of Bethlehem? Away in the manger. <laughs> you thought that was an easy one I for me. I thought it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know it, these are so hard when you don't have the tune oh yeah you just gotta i see i'm singing all of them in my head <laughs> right now <sighs> i was like ah i need i need like the tune to start because uh, i can't i can't find it but oh, okay hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go okay who's up next up we have rena who's got a puggle who is currently on steroids to control tumor growth but it's causing him to be famishingly hungry yep that's what it is Okay, hi there. Hi. Hi. How old's your puggle? About 12. 12, okay. And then uh, the tumors are, are they uh, cancer tumors or are they fatty tumors? What are they? Cancer tumors, and we've had surgery on her. She's had like three surgeries. Now that it's like, just going to keep getting them, and he said it's getting old, and they don't, Okay. should keep putting her under. Right, right, so, right. Okay. Kind of on a regimen of steroids. Okay. Half of one every other day. Okay. Um, first of all, cancer is fed by sugar, okay? And so what you want to do is you want to retard the growth. And to, to retard the growth, what you want to do is you've got to start going to a raw diet. You don't want any carbohydrates in this dog's diet. Okay, there's a book out there, Help Your Dog uh, Fight Cancer by Lori Kaplan, K-A-P-L-A-N. And you can just type in, help your dog, uh, help your dog, uh, what did I just say? Uh, help your dog. For cancer. For, yeah, with ca- uh, feed cancer. Okay, help, no, no, that's what it, why I just had a brain fluff. 
Help your dog fight cancer. There you go. Help your dog fight cancer. I knew that wasn't right. Dot com. Okay, and Lori gives you ideas as far as the the regiment of food and such like that. Because when it gets to a point whereas now you're just on drugs and now the drugs are starting to have side effects and such like that, who's better off for it, right? So we got to look into other things. And so what we want to do is slow the growth down. And so that's by getting them on a total raw diet. Uh, you can cook for them. But the whole thing is no carbs whatsoever, all right? And what all your dry foods are at least 50 to 60% carbs, but you don't want any carbs whatsoever. Just like people that are dealing with cancer, they just go to be total, what do you call it, meatens? They All they do is eat meat. They don't eat anything else because what they're trying to do is starve the sugar so that the sugar doesn't feed their cancer, all right? And so that's what, Help Your Dog Fight Cancer by Lori Kappen. That's what you might want to do. And then you want to start backing off on the steroids. You can't just take them off. you got to wean them off of it, okay? You can also try the holistic end. You know, Dr. Levy, you go to holistic-vet-care.com, okay? And you can, um, uh, she can give you some uh, alternatives too uh, as far as just different ways. And But that book will help you out a lot. And then you can also... What about the- Go ahead. Puggles are very routine dog. If I, in, I introduce something, now she feels that that's how it's supposed to be for now on. Mm-hmm. What in do you the mean? beginning when she was so hungry, okay. I gave her like extra green beans or something. But now she thinks, okay, that's such, such a time that you gave to me last time. I want those green beans. <laughs> she cries and whines and... Okay, and then you walk away, <laughs> and you walk away and say, get a life, I just fed you, and that's what you get. <laughs> don't kowtow <laughs> into it, you know what I mean? Don't let the dog beg to you as far, and you suck her into it, because you have, this is a time where you really need to be strong, you know, whereas, hey, this is what you need, this is what's best, and in the, like we have to go to another room, go outside, do something, but you're doing what you best is for this dog, and I totally agree that the dog is getting too old and too many more surgeries, you're doing it for yourself and not for the dog, and so the thing is, is that you don't want we don't want to lose them and we want to move heaven and earth but uh, but then what the price is the paid is paid by the way of the dog you know what does a dog right. go through and so that's why like i say i would try to get this dog off all that and i would try to just you know give them as much as you know like i say retard the growth as much as possible what type form right. of cancer is it uh, I've, no he he didn't say he the word and now I don't remember what oh, it okay, was. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah. okay. But he just said basically this breed because it's a mixed breed and they have all that. Oh, I disagree with that. Just I disagree with that. Owned, totally. Owned a, yeah, no, because a lot um, of the lymphomas and stuff like that are caused by chemicals on our lawn, in our houses and such like that. A lot of the different lymphomas that we put, you know, that d- dogs get. And so, like I say, it's uh, it's not particular. Some breeds are prone to different things, but believe it or not, a beagle, they use beagle for research because they're one of the most forgiving breeds. That, you know, you draw blood today and get a shot this afternoon, and tomorrow morning they wake up and the dog's like, hey, like yesterday never ha- it never hurt, you know, happened. Like, okay, let's, you know, you can draw blood. Poke them again. They're the, one of the most forgiving breeds. As far that's why they use so unfortunately so much in research. But as far oh. as you know, being uh, the pug and the and the beagle, as far as that's they're prone. No, they're not. It's 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 more the environment of what happens. And so, but yeah. So if you get that book, help your dog fight cancer. Uh, give Doctor Levy uh, a tickle. You know at that holistic vet care dot com. And just and just start the ball rolling. Go online and say, you know what I mean, looking for natural ways to help fight cancer. 
you know, and so the whole thing is, but it, you should, you can go to like the, um, uh, dogs naturally magazine.com and then healthy pets.mercola.com. Those are two really, I just put in how, how do I fight, help my dog fight cancer? Okay. And so there's a lot of, a lot of different ways that you, cause you, the whole thing is to boost the immune system too. You know, there's a lot of little things that you have to be doing. And so it will come together. But the whole thing is what we're doing is we're doing care, you know, and letting him ride out without any more surgeries. If you choose, that's your choice. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, to, instead of keep putting them through and putting them through and will this be the one? Will this be? And a lot of times if you talk to people, too, that have cancer or, you know, the people with pets and cancer is the more surgery you do. Sometimes it picks to take cancer off so much it grows even faster. <laughs> that's exactly what seems to be happening yep so, and so that's why like i say my one elsie she had cancer and i just wrote it out and i fed her the best i could i retarded it she lived to be 17 and the thing is is oh. that um but the, she had cancer for about the last two years of her life but it was in her elbow and so the thing is is my, my option was to take the leg off Okay, but the thing is, is at that age, I'm like, I don't want to have a dog learn how to, you know, survive on three legs at that age, <laughs> you know, right, and right. so so I just I tweaked her with their diet and stuff like that, and we got another two years out of her before I had to put her down, and so that's the whole thing is that, you know, there's different options out there. You don't have to, I'm not a chemo person for pets uh, as far no, as, no, no, yeah, no. and so, um, uh, like I said, so that's the whole thing is just kind of, in, you know, roll up your sleeves and just get input and then see how, you know, ask your vet what, how do I, I want to wean the dog off of, you know, the, the steroids. And so, and I don't the, want her on the, she's getting bigger yep, and, yep. and, Way and that, that dog is just not good at all. Oh, well, see, that's what I mean. It's kind of a damnation, isn't it? You know, whereas, okay, it's supposed to be retarding the growth of cancer, but on the other hand, now the dog's getting obese, and now that's hard their heart, their kidneys, their liver. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, okay, what where, what are we going to do here? And so I would opt to try to get, you know, get off the steroids, and you got to wean them off, so get a program for that. But then, like I say, tweak the diet to, like, a, a natural, you know, all-natural yeah. diet, you know, mostly meat, Okay. And like I say, as far as him saying, hey, you gave me four beans yesterday and you gave me two beans today. What is wrong with you? No, dogs. Well, some can count. I really believe that. But but no, when it comes to that, it's just how you are presenting it. You know, it makes all the difference. Hey, we got chow. Here you go. And then walk away. But if you just kind of go, well, I'm sorry. The dog is like, hey, there's a problem here. What's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> well, she never begged as much. Because he's like she. Oh yeah, I know because oh. that's what steroids do. <laughs> oh, I'm just like oh, you bet. Don't yep, they're they're constantly hungry, constantly. Okay, and so that's wolf on her food, and I'm yep. like, ah, oh, stop yep. it. Yep, and so that's why, like I say, you gotta you gotta decide what program you want to do. What do you want to do? You know, do you want to wean off the steroids and then just go to a meat diet? You know what I mean. So you figure out your plan and then go for it. Okay. Rather do that. I don't want her end of days or end of, you know, me constantly irritated that she's begging for food. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, you should, you know, you sit down and have a hot dog, uh, grain for, I mean, free, of course, of all nitrates and, and fillers and such. <laughs> and then share one Not with her. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. But so that's what I mean. So yeah, they, they, but they do. They get, and the longer they're on steroids, then the heavier they get. And then all of a sudden, that's it. Like I said, then they get diabetes. Then they got, the, you know, you, you create a whole nother set of problems. So what are we going to do? Okay. 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 Well, Thank good you. luck, Kittle. Merry Christmas.
you. Merry Christmas. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a, a tough one. You know, it's, it's a double-edged sword because we don't want to lose them. We want to do anything that we can to save them. But on the other hand, then, like she said, you know, now he's getting obese and then that's going to create a whole other set of problems. <laughs> so, well, surgery and meds are one thing. Don't give chemo to dogs. Like, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a chemo person with that at all. It's hard on humans. What do you think? You know. Yeah. Okay. In the decade, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. What in what decade did NORNAD, North American Aerospace Defense Command, formally? What well, anyway? Start tracking Santa on Christmas Eve. Okay. In what decade? We'll be back. Have you noticed anything different about Santa? Yeah, he joined the YMCA. Oh, that's why he's been singing kettlebells, kettlebells. Exactly. Plus, when you join the Y this December, you get February for free. Nice. I could sure do without his puns, though. Ho, ho, ho! I'm about to slay this workout! (laughs) (laughs) Just smile. He's the boss. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all right. Let's see. Where are we at here? Okay. In what decade did NORAD, N-O-R-A-D, North American Aerospace Defense Command, uh, start tracking Santa on Christmas Eve? 70s? I would have said that, too. Okay. Believe it or not, it was 1955. Really? 1955, the NORAD, NORAD Track Santa program officially started on December 24th, 1955. Well, and what they would have been talking about that on the radio then. I'm sure they weren't doing like TV updates, were, were yeah, they? Yeah, no, I don't know. And has continued every year since. Now, in 2004, Google started tracking Santa Claus too. <laughs> I've seen that one. I've yeah. seen like the NORAD thing too. You can see yeah. the scanner. It's like on radar. Yep, yep. And that's something. That was pretty clever. I heard the story about that too, about the guy that was so bored and decided to just as forgets and giggles to do that and just you know, it went nuts. <laughs> I'm sure kids adored it. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Uh. Oh well. Okay. Somebody up to bat? Yeah. Indeed, we do. We got Don up, who's got a couple of kittens. One is desperately begging for food. Always. All right. Hey there. How you doing? I'm doing okay. And how old are your kittens? Uh, three months and four months. Okay. And then where did you get them from? Uh, the one that's the beggar is from the Humane Society. Okay. And, and the other one, the four-month-old one, we got from um, a friend who had some cats. Okay. Uh, my guess, when, when they seem abnormally hungry, they got worms. Have you dewormed the cat kittens? Yes, they've both been dewormed. Okay, but they, they, need- they might, the one that's not so hungry, that one might yep. take, but the one that's still hungry might still have some worms, okay? Okay. And so the only way you could tell is if you put that that cat in a room by itself with its own litter box, okay? And then when it does uh-huh. a doo-doo, then take that doo-doo to the vet and see if there's any worms in there and what kind, Okay. Okay. So yep, you, that's yep. the only way you can you can sort out whose doo-doo's what, and so you can yep. also use food grade diatomaceous earth, food grade okay. diatomaceous earth, and you can put like a pinch in some like um, pate canned cat food, 
okay? okay. And then make me a little yeah. bit of a gravy because that's how I worm my barn cats is that I put, I do a food grade diatomaceous earth and I do it for 30 days once a day for 30 days. Okay. And so you can do it okay. to both cats at the same time. But when a cat, puppy okay. or anything or any even a dog shows abnormally uh, you know like come on feed me I'm not done. Does she have a pot belly right. appearance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's a little bit of a pot belly appearance, and definitely she's got worms. And so, and if you okay. feel her tummy, it might not right after she gets done eating, obviously. But you can, you, yeah. you might feel a little bit hard. All right. And okay. so the, so the, yeah, okay. because they they should be lean and there should be no belly to the the cat. You know, uh, unless it just got done eating, it should be you know nice right. and trim. Yeah, so that's what I would okay. do because I don't like using chemicals, especially on something on something that that young. But uh, you right. know, it's up to yourself. Whatever you want to do, but I would okay. I would do the diatomaceous earth food grade a pinch in their food once a day, and just see how okay. that goes. Okay. Remind me where I can get that at. Diatomaceous earth. Uh, the street name is D is in David, E is in Ethel, D E food grade, okay. and you can just get it online. Okay. Okay, I get the organic stuff, and and you just okay. need a little smidgen of it. You don't need a. Uh, I have I buy it by the five ten pound bags because I do I use it for a lot of stuff. Uh, but you don't because okay. you can sprinkle like in the spring. Uh, you can sprinkle it outside your around your foundation. It, it gets rid of ants, millipedes, all that kind of fun oh, stuff. It really okay. works for a lot okay. of cool stuff. So, so anyway, okay. but yeah, okay. But that's what I would do. My okay. guess is, like I said, yeah, she's she still got worms, even though she was warm. Because sometimes, you know, they, they you warm them just at the wrong time, and there was babies that just hatched, and they didn't get, you know. So it's a, sure. yeah. So sometimes you got to do do it twice. Okay. 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 Thank you so well, much. good luck. Thank you for getting your Have kittens. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That, that anytime that yeah, the, you got kittens screaming like I am hungry. Or cats or whatever. Now the adult call cats, if they're always there, you know after you, like get feed me, feed me, feed me, mm-hmm. is because you know if you eat too many carbs, you're always hungry. You're never satisfied. You know you, you eat, and an hour later you're eating again. An hour later you're eating again. And so that's why if you're feeding a uh, uh, dry food to cats, many cats will uh, be insatious. You know, feed me again, feed me again. Get those cats off of dry food and into good grain-free canned food, like from Nutrisource. You got several formulas to, and most cats like the pate because they eat, they lick their food. They don't technically chew their food, whereas you know dogs bolt it and cats lick it. <laughs> okay, who do we got? Next up, we have Brenda Lee, who just wants uh, some advice about her cat's diet. All right. Did you say Brenda Lee? Brenda Lee. Oh, <laughs> your, your name has been mused an awful lot the last couple weeks. <laughs> Hi, Katie. How are you today? Good, good. What can I do for you? Well, you, I have this little thing. I got I to gotta make sure that I say these things to you. First off, you probably don't remember me. I've called you um, before multiple times, and you've always been very, very helpful, more than helpful. And so I want to say thank you so much for that. Cool. And, of course, Merry Christmas to all of you guys. Well, thank you. Um, and a short, quick story. I um, I work at St. Croix Falls Walmart. Okay. And a lady came through my line one day, and she said, are you a my talker? And I said, yes. And she said, Katie Canine. And she said she recognized my voice. Ah, uh, get out of here. Your fans go far and wide. Wow, that is That's something. Funny. <laughs> really, it, it, it took me back a little bit because she. Are you my talker? And I'm like, yes. Wow. <laughs> so like, 
Yeah, isn't that just cool? That was, was awesome. way cool. Very cool. Well, congr- congratulations that your voice got recognized. Yeah, and and because you're listened to, and that's marvelous, of yes, course. Yes. Um, so my question is this: um, There's a semi-feral cat that has kind of adopted me. He um, has a very nice, beautiful shelter in my neighbor's um, three-stall garage. He even cut a cat door in it. So oh, nice! In and out, and he, he's got it heated in there, and they oh, keep wow. him out. Oh, wow! Nice. This one, yeah, this one started coming over to me. And so he's kind of adopted me as a pit stop on his little trail. Okay. I got, I got him one of those tote, those straw-filled tote outdoor cat shelters in case he wants to go in there. Okay. And I did see that he used it one time because I left the snow around it when okay. we had snow. Okay. And um, when I see him, I put warm food out for him. Oh, nice. Okay. Look at you. And my question is, what kind of bowl should I be using? I, 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 I don't know. Should... Because I don't want him to like lick on a stainless steel bowl and right. get his hand stuck. And um, I have shallow glass bowls that I used years ago for a special needs kitty. But mm-hmm. I'm just wondering what kind of what kind of a bowl. I, I I don't leave it out there for him. I when I see him out there, then you know he comes up to me and stuff. Oh, and nice. He, um, and then he'll um, I'll put the food out there. I'll say wait here, white face, because that's what the neighbor calls okay. him. Okay. Okay. Um, because he's got a little white slick up, um, up his nose. And um, so he waits on the deck. I come and I get his warm food. I take it back out there. And then I watch. To, and I can go out there and pet him. He lets me pet him now. Nice. And um, so I watch for when he's done eating it and I bring it in. Okay. And um, so I'm just kind of wondering, what what kind of a bowl should I put it in? A well, plastic or what kind of deal should I put it in? Okay. So you're not leaving it in for any length of time, right? No, because I don't. Because okay. I live in town, so I don't want to attract. Okay. And yeah, because then you can use plastic if it's only in there for okay. just a little bit. Okay? okay, but people that leave food and water, you know, out all the time and stuff like that, no, because then the you know plastic has so many different yucky stuffs That's in it. Means, okay, yeah, that it gets yeah. absorbed. Otherwise, yeah, never during the winter months you never use a a, a, a metal bowl because the tongue and the flagpole thing comes to mind. <laughs> yep, and so yeah, ceramic and glass is the best. Okay. Okay. Well, that's okay. awful nice of you to do that. That's really nice. Well, he kind of adopted me the darn thing. <laughs> they have a and tendency very, to do that. He's very muscular, and, and he's he's fully intact. And I I volunteer with um, Farm Feral and Stray um, program in uh, the Centuria that um, fixes cats and puts them back. You know, feral, mostly yep. feral cats. Yeah. And um, so I contacted her and I said, um, Tanya, I got a semi-feral cat. He's an intact male. We'll need to take care of that in the spring. <laughs> ah, okay. Because the breeding um, season for cats starts end of February and first part of March. That's when the yeah. when uh, they're looking for the girls, and that's when they really get beat up. And yeah, so, and, and I kind of thought that maybe this isn't a good time to get them fixed simply because of the weather and the temperature. No, see, with boy cats, it's just a snip snip. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like they have to go into the gut. I would agree with that with for a feral female cat. Okay. But for the boy cats, what I'm worried about is at the end of February and March is the what the, the you know the biggest breeding part of the season for cats. Okay. And then now all of a sudden he's gonna you know you might see him he's got like a ear tore because you know he's battling before the the, the breed. All right. Gotcha. And so if he's not you know if do you think how old do you think he is? Oh, he is a muscular boy. But, I mean, how long has he been hanging around? 
I've only seen him the last like year. Oh, okay, like, okay. He seems like he's a fully adult. Okay, okay. And I think he had, he must have gotten into a tussle with someone last breeding season or something because um, it was like middle of the summer he started hanging out and he had a bad kind of wound, a closed wound, but it was like a keloid scar on his one side of his face that was um, almost yeah. like it had like a little blister kind of thing. Yeah. And that's fully healed now. Oh, that's And good. the hair has grown back, so I'm glad for that. No, so I can get him taken care of any kind. Okay, yeah, I would I, I would get him fixed as soon. We've had such a mild mm-hmm. winter, and he's got, got yeah. a warm places to go with your place and your neighbor's place. Yeah. See, he's not like, you know, he's you know sitting in a, in a snow cave or something like that. And like right. I said, it's just a snip snip. So I would okay. personally, if he's a cool cat, I wouldn't want him to go into February, you know, and get it all beat up and then you're going to be kicking yourself so okay okay so i can get contact um her name is tanya borg and so i can contact them and i can coordinate and get it get it taken care of as soon as possible that would be i think that would be awesome it would be awesome perfect to know well thank you and again thank you so much thank you 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 bet a blessing and such a blessing (laughs) well thank you you have a merry christmas take care merry christmas bye-bye bye-bye and that pretty that's pretty funny that she gets recognized. Usually, I like I say, my the minute I talk anywhere, you know, yeah, heads turn and I'm like ah, they recognize the voice because <laughs> you know it is just and there's nothing wrong with that. I I my, I think some people there was one gal she, I was behind her in Walmart and I said something to the cashier and she you know she quick looked and then you know she's just kind of looking away. It's that head whip turn yeah. and then she pretends like she yeah, didn't, she didn't do hear that. it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and, she, and finally, um, I don't know, something happened. Oh, she had a little child there with, with her, and I said, "Hi, I, did you ask? Uh, do you know what Santa's bringing you for Christmas?" And so then the gal, the mom comes over and she says, "Are you Katie Kana?" And I said, "Yes, you know that." <laughs> so I love it though. People don't always say hi. Always say hi. Don't tiptoe around. I hate that worse. <laughs> Just say, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, where are we at? Oh, oh my, we're yeah. We're let's head a commercial. Late. Okay, let's see. What am I going to stump you with the next? In the song, 12 Days of Christmas, what is given on the seventh day? Everybody start humming it in your head. We'll be back. In the frosty air, One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Ah, uh, In the song, 12 Days of Christmas, what is given on the seventh day? Seven maids of milking. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There's, Is that six or seven? I swear that's one of them. Uh, no, it's uh, Swans of Swimming. Swans of Swimming. Yeah, Swans of Swimming. Seven Swans of Swimming. Six Geese of Lane. Five Golden. Okay. But anyway, okay, uh, so a swan, swans, seven Swans of Swimming. Okay, there's actually lots of variations of the ly- lyrics over the years. Some of my favorites, some of the favorites that this guy matches is 11, 11 Badgers Baiting. Oh, I like that. Ten asses waiting, nine bears a beating. <laughs> okay, then also you know the calling birds. Five calling birds, three French hens, two turtles. Okay, the calling birds used to originally was collie, c o l l y birds, which collie, c o l l y, means black. So instead of calling birds, you know what I mean? Yeah, seven calling birds. Seven French, six French. Okay, it, it, it was supposed to be Collie, C O L L, not Colleen. Oh, and interesting. So in other words, it was supposed to be um, 
like I said, the not blackbirds instead of calling birds. I googled it because I felt crazy. Day eight is eight maids of milking. All right, then there you go. <laughs> there you go. Eight maids of milking. Seven. That does drive me nuts. I think we talked about this. Have you seen Muppet Christmas Carol yet? Yeah. Oh God, yes. Oh, okay. Love it. Yeah, that is my. I'm gonna pull that out tonight because I I love that. I, I um the my, gift that we give to each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and then put the uh, let's see, light the light the lamp, not the rat. <laughs> light the lamp, <laughs> lamp, not the rat. <laughs> that was another one. But yeah, if you ever, you guys, it's it's not just for kids with the Muppets. It is cool. That's the my favorite. You know, because there's so many versions of the the Christmas or the Christmas Carol, and that is when I first time I saw that, I was I like, okay, this is my. It's along with White Christmas, Muppet Christmas Carol, and then It's a Wonderful Life, and then Mrs. Miracle. We were talking about this the other week. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Miracle. It says Miracle, but they said she says Miracle. That is really a good one. That is the gal that played Raymond's in Ray, you know Raymond, mm-hmm. uh, his mom plays mrs miracle in, oh cute in, yeah and oh, oh, i like she's her excellent excellent so it's pretty cool okay let's run to the phone we're running out of time yeah well we got barb who's got a female puppy who's been obsessively humping oh not that again <laughs> hey barb how you doing uh not too bad she, in fact she did it three times last night within 10 minutes uh with her blanket okay and I think she was so tired, she started falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, okay, something's going on here because I was going to have her spayed at at the end of January. Okay, yep. Too soon, too late. Oh, how old is she now? Five months. Five months. Okay. Yeah. No. You don't want. It. You got to wait. You want to wait for sure till she's after six months. Okay. She'll be fine. But what what humping is is that male and female puppies do it, and it's uh it, it's it's a, a couple of Ford thing. Number one, everybody thinks it's sexual, and it's really not. What it is is a dominance thing, and then also getting ready to. It's kind of nature's way of preparing them when if they ever do breed. I don't know how to explain it. the action of breeding, you know, type thing. I think it's just kind of God's way. But some dogs get a little bit carried away with it, and I really think they get the kind of a high from it. And at first, to humans, um, and it seems funny, and then after that, it's obnoxious. All right. So now, if she's no, what you got to do is start giving her a cold shower, kind of, so to speak. Whereas when she goes to start doing it, you know, clap your hands, stop your feet. Ah, wrong. Okay, or take a plant mister or a hair mister, you know, a spray bottle of some sort, fill it with water, set it on stream, and then when she goes, ah, leave it, blast her. Okay, or you could take a pop can, rinse it out, or a beer can, and rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it shut, and then when she starts that, just, ah, but try to get it, my guess is that you can see her on her, she's going to do it again, right? You see it coming, Right. Okay, that's what you want to do. Break her into her head before she actually does it. If you see it coming, all right? Ah, 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 wrong. We're not doing that anymore. Come on, let's go. We're doing this. Let's go over here. Break into her, pop the thought bubble in her head. She's thinking about going to do it. And does she have a, a favorite blanket? Does she do it on anything? What? No, she does it. She does this blanket. It's and she she crunches it up together and then when she starts, boy, she really starts. And I do have a plastic bottle that I put a stone in. Okay. And of course, I have the cap on the end, right. and I, of course, I always watch to make sure that that's not loose. Right. But um, I suppose I could use that then. Yep. But yep. last night I just had I 
I was just at awe. I, I couldn't believe it. It was 8.30 at night, and I thought, I might as well just put you to bed. Yes, it's funny. But that's the thing. It's usually what happens, and then I really believe that after a while, if they, get to, if they do it for too long, it becomes a habit, and they get a high from it is what I think. But that's why you just, what you got to do is clap your hands, stop your feet, uh, shake the can, you know, whatever. Hey. Wrong. Let's go. Come on. Let's, Can I just take the blanket away? Yep, I would try that too. But she might try something else, you know, to do. But the first, that's what I was just going to say is the first remedy I would do is take the blanket away. If it's one object that she goes for, that's got to go away. Okay. And then, um, but then if she tries to do it to, with other things, then you got to get into her head. If you see it coming, pop the thought bubble so she doesn't actually go into action. All right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Okay, but yeah, take that because there was um, there's been some people that have gotten huge uh, stuffed animals for like their golden retriever or their shepherd or their lab to do it with because they think it's just hilarious. And myself, I'm not. Nope, uh, that's not not good behavior. Not good behavior. It's embarrassing. As embarrassing as all get out too, especially because usually a lot of times it happens when dogs get over excited. Like somebody's come over to the house. It's a way of kind of dealing with the anxiousness, the overexcitedness. And they go and go do their humping thing. So, okay, but anyway. I also have the problem when people come to the house, she jumps all over. And then I thought, well, maybe I should put her on a leash. And then I thought, I, I didn't know what to do. I hate to hold her all the time. And I've got company coming from out of town for Christmas. And right. No, see, what you're going to do, you can listen to the, yeah, the, at the beginning of the show, we kind of addressed that. But what you're going to do is let her drag a six-foot nylon leash around the house. Oh. Okay, and so then, like, when somebody comes to the door, pick up the leash, tell your company just a minute, and then you're going to face east and west if the company's coming in north and south. Oh. Okay, step on the leash about maybe five inches from the hook. Yep. So that then if she tries to lurch out at your company, she can't. You've got control of the situation. And then tell your company to go sit in the living room or whatever, but keep her on a leash with you. And then if there's another human that you can designate here, now I got to go to the kitchen. Here, you take care of the dog for right now. Okay, so it's usually the first 45 minutes to an hour when somebody's over to the house, the dog is nuts. Then they get used to their voices and their sounds and they calm down and all is right with the world. Okay. So her for about 45 minutes or so. Yep. Yep, just, yeah, or just have somebody, like, listen to the beginning of the show. It's called Sit Down the Leash and Ignoring Your Dog, okay? okay? It's called The Invisible Dog, and that's what you want to teach now. So then when company comes over, you can just sit on the leash and ignore her, and now she's getting used to the smells and the sounds of the people that are there, okay? So listen to the beginning of the show, and we'll get that squared away. But, yeah, just let her drag her leash around so you can quick step on her, or you got something to pick up to control the situation, all right? Yep. I okay, kiddo. Yeah, have a Merry Thanks. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, folks. Ellie, you have a very Merry Christmas. Hopefully everybody keep taps of your animals. Remember, uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff like when people start unwrapping presents and stuff like that. Things can get lost or dogs can get into things. And so really pay attention. Some dogs love paper. <laughs> Make sure they don't get a hold of it and go swallow it. And so, um, and then, like I say, there's still the week before Christmas. If you want to give a gift certificate of well, man, good managing, uh, get gift certificates through me, KDK9. You know, whether you want to do for a private lesson or you want to do a class or just X amount of monies that they can apply towards something. So anyway, so yeah, so that's for a last minute gift that you might want.
want to do that. Or a phone consultation if you want you know, need to talk to somebody. So, uh, Ellie, once again, you're awesome. We won't be here now for the next two weeks. We'll be, you know, hanging out so and drinking beer and watching games, hopefully. <laughs> but anyway, so once again, thank you, Ellie, so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you and happy holiday. And make it a great day. If you don't train them, don't blame them. See you next year.